Woo! What up, man? What Dude, up? episode 112, 112, man. man. Holy shit, bro. We're a whole R&B band now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was just saying, man, like, I felt like, you know, leading up to episode 100 was just... It felt like it was kind of crawling, and like the episode 100 was gonna like be like this big bang almost. Yeah. And then once we hit that, like how are we 12 more episodes in? Like I don't even remember 100 right now. Uh, yeah, and and we were just saying it had to have been like three months ago. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, man. No, not at all. He said it was so. I think maybe because we were looking forward to the hundred. Yep. For so long that then it was like. It just dragged, and now it's like, yeah, 112. Holy yeah, shit. it's just gone. So thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. Yeah, man. Welcome back to the Confident Podcast. He is one, and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, and talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Woo. Yeah, listen, we, we had to step away uh, the last couple of weeks from the bourbon. Uh, so we stepped away last week, <laughs> and then we're gonna do it again this week because we had been on a bourbon kick. But uh, we, we're gonna keep it summary. Uh, this week, man, it's called the Frenchie. So this is called oh, the, is that right? the Frenchie. <laughs> That's good. So the Frenchie. This one's uh, it's simple for you guys to complain about the ingredients, and it's all like normal stuff. So it's gonna be uh, it's something retreating. Yeah, you drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, gar- you garnish it with a white flag. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So we got to the end of it. <laughs> Something retreat. Sorry, man. Go ahead. I digress. <laughs> Yo, so this one's going to be uh, two ounces of uh, the Tanqueray Lime Rangpore Gin. We tried it with regular. It, it didn't work as well. Um, so, 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 what? no, two and a half ounces of the uh, Tanqueray Gin, uh, two and a half ounces of grapefruit juice, and half an ounce of St. Germain. And then we topped it off with uh, club soda. Uh, and I'm trying to make sure, we, and then we we garnish it with a uh, wedge, a grapefruit wedge, um, and that's it, man. Stir it in a glass, drink up. It tastes delicious. It's simple. Um, yeah, if you like grapefruit, if you like, yeah, if yeah, you, right. Like this, it's really good. Yeah, I guess grapefruit is like I didn't realize that. Like for a lot of people, it's kind of like an acquired taste sort of thing. Like I guess it's too bitter. Yeah, I, I like it. I, yeah, I love grapefruits, man. But yeah. I guess some people really don't like it, man. So yeah, like, I can do, I can bust open a grapefruit and just eat it like that. Where, yeah, where like my kids would be like, oh no, I need to put sugar on it. On a grapefruit? Oh yeah, have you ever? It's actually good, man. I don't do it, hmm. but as a kid, I mean, my mom would buy like not the pink grapefruit. She get the like the regular joint. Yeah, and then she would slice it in half, and then sprinkle sugar on top of it. It's actually good. I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually pretty good, man. Like a like a carnival grapefruit, yo. Yeah. yeah. Sugar makes everything better, man. Yeah, so I believe right. you. Oh, snap, man. I would have never thought about that, dude. Yeah, bro. Wow. All right, man. My compliment of the week, or our compliment yeah, of the hours, week, man. is uh, going out to Mr. Vin Scully. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Vin Scully. He uh, This past week, um, he passed away at 94 years old. He passed away this week? Yeah, it was like in the last in the last week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Um, did, I, did, did I, I did not write it down when, what day was that he passed, but... Let's see here. Uh, August 2nd. Wow. Yeah, so literally this past week. Wow. Yep. A um, couple of things I didn't know about Vince Scully. So Vince Scully was born in the Bronx. Hey. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, born in the Bronx, raised in uh, Washington Heights, which Washington Heights right now is like, oh, that's like Dominican town up there. 
Really? Yeah, Washington yeah. Heights? Yeah, so you got to figure... Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that, that's Manhattan, like West Side Manhattan, like like West Side, like North. I wouldn't have been able to... I, I never knew Vince Scully was from the Bronx. I never seen him wear Tim's or, <laughs> or, or jeans to the beach. <laughs> well, he was born in 1927. <laughs> they didn't have It Tim's. was different back then. <laughs> and Or jeans back then. <laughs> it was different back then, bro. Um, but graduated from Fordham University. Um, began his career in 1950. Oh my God! Okay, and then uh, retired in 2016. And and with that, that that 66 years, 67 years, um, is the longest tenure by any broadcaster with a single team in a professional sports history. Wow! Yes, yeah, so okay. for those who don't know, Vince Scully, the longtime voice of the oh, Dodgers. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah, the 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 Brooklyn Dodgers, which then became the L.A. Dodgers. Right. Um, so he was with them in New York, right? In 1957 was when the Dodgers and the Padres, it was, was it? Um, no, the Giants. It was the Dodgers and the Giants who um, was Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. And, and then the Giants played in Manhattan. Yep. So they left. They both left town in 1957, went to the West Coast, and actually brought baseball to the West Coast for the first time. Oh, was that right? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize they were the first. Okay. Um, and it was cool. Uh, I guess the owner at the time of the Dodgers said his most valuable asset was Vin Scully. Back like, then? Back then. Because they were saying that like people, he was one of those voices, man, that people would go to the baseball game and bring their radios to listen to because him. they want to listen to him while they're watching the game, bro. I could see that, man. He do. He had one of these like cla- like if, if if you don't know who Vince Scully is and you just like just go YouTube Vince Scully and just listen to him make a call. First, his knowledge about the game and like how he got to know players is just like insane. But his voice, man, he had this classic like radio. Yeah. Like every time I hear him, I think of those like nineteen twenties radios. Like you see here, like <laughs> like like that weird like I don't know. I didn't even know what I just did there. But, like some weird nasally like. But you just got that. That, like it's like the stereotypical radio like i feel like he's the barometer for like what a radio voice is supposed right. to sound like and you're never gonna get there you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah he yeah just... when i heard him um especially early on i remember thinking like you know when when i would see movies about back when there was no television and, and it was just radio and mm-hmm. people would gather on a radio to listen i always pictured like him you know like he would be the guy that you gather on the radio to listen to when there was when no there television. Was. See, and I think um, growing up a Yankee fan, right? Like for me, uh, obviously, does Vince Scully just like a legend, right? So I think anybody, if you're a, a baseball fan, you know who Vince Scully is. And then being a Yankee fan, it was a Michael K. Yes. And so Michael K is like that voice that I think of all the time because I think of all these classic calls as a Yankee fan that he made. Um, you know, whether it's like the Yay Bomb from A Rod, and he did that whole like dragged right. out like thing. But Vince Scully has these like. It's so funny, man. Like, I, there's calls I know that are really popular that he's done, that he's made. But more than anything, I always think of his, like, simple, like, and the 2-2. You know what I mean? Like, just basic, <laughs> like, you know, oh, strike three, swing. You know, like, the, his, he had, like, just such a calm, like, normal, um, almost way that he called it. Like, he never got, like, this super excited, crazy, you know, like, there's, you know how there's, like, like yep. Mike Breen in basketball where you just associate the best you know with him yes. like Vince Scully doesn't have at least that I can think of like this phrase it's just how he says everything it's like I don't know it's strange man it's so cool yeah man and, and you know and I hate it that 
you know, I, I wish I had given him, you know, I, I guess, had we been doing the podcast back when he retired, which is in 2016, I probably would have given it to him then. I hate giving the flowers. Been that long? 2016, bro. Wow. So he so he, he retired when he was 88 years old. Yo, how many how many of us are able to actually do what we love for that long? Yeah, that guy got to watch a baseball game every night and call it and talk about it on the radio and, yeah. and stuff. Like, and he had a passion, obviously. Like I said, doing what he loved. Yeah, wow. And like I said, I, I hate giving them, you know, giving people their flowers after they're gone. You know, you want to give people their props while they're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't able to do that uh, with, with with him, um, but definitely, you know, deserves deserves the props. Um, definitely uh, affected multiple generations. Man, you're talking about a guy who was. You know, born almost a hundred years ago, bro. So this is yeah, because like he's born in what twenty in the twenties, right? Nineteen twenty-seven. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. And you figure by uh, by nineteen forty-seven, he's calling games. Well, actually, no, nineteen fifty was when he started. He wasn't. So he's twenty-three. He, he didn't call Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson was in the forties, right? He didn't get to don't call know. the Jackie Robinson game. Right? I, I don't said. know. But still, he's a guy who saw so, so much. You saw the country change. He saw a culture change and and was able to, you know, like even even our kids, it had they been like like my boy's not into baseball, but if they were, they would have heard him. They would have heard Vince Cullen, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're talking about, you know, my my father who's passed and he passed at the age of almost ninety two. Heard Vince Cullen. Heard Vince Cullen. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah. man? That's 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 you know, that 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 generational um, what you're talking about? Three generations of people, yeah, who know listening to the same. And, guy. and I think even if you're not a, a a fan of baseball or sports or whatever in general, but uh, I guess just baseball. You don't know who Vince Scully is. Every single announcer you can think of now has been influenced by him in some way, shape, or form. From the Bob Costas of the world to the Jim Grays to you know Maddens, all these guys. Like no matter what sport they call, I think Vince Scully's always been sort of the measuring stick for like how you call. Yeah games man he was just like it's so knowledgeable so calm so dude I, I think about 70 years i can't think of a controversy involving vince scully no i mean that's but, a lot of time to talk and not say some yep. wild shit like we and, had three hours into our pod and i was like yep we're, we're canceled yeah. <laughs> like, good thing we only got two listeners that guy had like i wouldn't even say something cancelable but even like nothing Nothing questionable that I nothing can remember. Nothing controversial at all. Like he just managed to talk baseball and make it interesting and do like the, uh, yeah, man. I, I, wow, that, that's crazy, man. Yeah, man. So shout out to Vin Scully. Shout out Vinio. Uh, like I said, let's go. Long. Um, I, I wouldn't say gone too soon because ninety-four years old, man. Like, dude, you, you lived, you lived a good life. If we get to live to two hundred, then it's gone too soon. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, he's doing better than most. Shit, it's full, man. Yeah, yeah. You got you. Save some life for the rest of us, Vin. <laughs> Damn. Dude, you've seen uh, Serena is uh, is about to, she's going through like her last tournament, right? Yeah, so she's Labor Day is at the U.S. Open, so that's she's around played. Day, I don't right? know she's played like, she, it's on now, isn't it? Oh, I didn't think it's, did it start? Okay, because I know the U.S. Open is normally like September, and I think oh, it's like the be, U.S. Open is her last okay. tournament. I think that's usually like uh, Labor Day weekend. It sort of okay. wraps up. Um and she said that's her last one, which was yeah. odd that she kind of done like a, you know three weeks from now I'm done sort of thing like and and watching her play I saw I saw some highlights the other day or actually was it today or yesterday, um, she looks she's still powerful as hell still a great player she's forty one right ooh that's yeah, a good she's, question she's forty one she? yeah 
That's, dude, that's... To play at a high level in any sport at that age... That's crazy. ...is crazy. Hey, it's time to hang it up. I mean, but she's still dominating. Yeah. I wonder what she does next. Well, she said it's to start a family. Oh, really? That's why she's retiring. She has a kid, though. She has one, but she yeah. wants more. Okay. So I guess... Be, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say this without coming off like a dick, but I'm going to come off like a yeah, dick. Anyway. You're an asshole. So, yeah, <laughs> let's get that out of the way. <laughs> okay, go. So she said she's retiring to start a family, which or to, to continue to grow her family. Okay. And then she goes on this tangent about how if she was a man, she wouldn't have to pick a family over a career. And that in I mean, order in okay. order for her to expand her family, she's forced to retire, even though she could still play and wants to still play. Um, so she has to now retire because whatever. Like so, basically, if she was a male tennis player, she wouldn't have to do this because obviously they don't have to bear children and and their bodies go through that whole thing and yada yada yada, which I can empathize to. Also, you're 41, bro. Like yeah, you could have had okay. kids in your 30s and you could have taken a year off and then right. come back and you could have like. This whole like like she goes on this whole thing about how women have it tough and you know like and they have to pick careers over kids or like you know vice versa what like nah bro like I don't feel that bad for you like you got to dominate a sport you wanted to dominate you got to make a lot of money you didn't like you chose to like you could have had kids whenever right like I get whatever you met your partner or whenever you did yep. and all that but. I don't know, man. I feel like that's not the time or place like to, to sit there and go like, oh, I had to pick a career or my child. Like you're not some lady who's working at corporate America who's a breadwinner for her family. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> like you're like And realistically, right? Like if 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 uh if family is your priority, you've made a shit ton of money over you know, over your career. Like money's not an issue. Yeah. You can still play tennis, and you can still play tennis, right? Take I mean, a year or like, two off, and then come fuck, back, right? Like, yeah, like I just don't. Yeah, I just think it's like this. There's a time and place, man, to pull the whole card of like, oh, if I was a man, I just don't think that's the one. Like, because that's a choice you make to have kids to do. Like, okay, if you was a male tennis player, sure, like you can knock somebody up, but dude, and then who, go. What but male tennis players over forty. Like None that's of them. You can't dominate over forty in right. tennis, bro. Like you're you not, play a sport if where you, you were could, a guy. Yeah. You're not. Yeah, you're, you're still not. You're, you're probably not dominating exactly. like that. No, at that age. No, not at all. And spe- dude, I <laughs> Twitter had this whole thing about how. Oh yeah, she could beat like male. Like she's so dominant. Whatever she could beat male tennis players. And yeah, I'm like, some, bro. Not and not, the, not fucking uh, early in her career. Yeah. So it's actually happened. She played, I forget who it was, but the guy was ranked in the hundreds in the males. He crushed her. <laughs> crushed her. And he was like the 137th ranked player in the world. I like, mean, you talk about dudes like, like who is it? Is it uh, Djokovic? Is that, that the guy's name? No chance. Like, those, <laughs> like you're not going against those. No chance. Like that, that guy. But. Or, or Rafael Nadal. Like you said, she's, right? she's in a sport where she could dominate into her 40s, you know, as a female like, I, but if you were, but to her point, if if you were a male, right, like, and and you and, would have retired seven years ago, but, but <laughs> equally as dominant as a male, mm-hmm. are you? You know, are you pl- are you playing into your forties? I, I doubt it, man. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I can't feel bad for you when you get to play until you're 41 and you're doing like I get it. Like the the female body, right, has a finite. Uh, amount of eggs and stuff and and uh, listen she has the means to have a like j-lo had a baby at like damn near 50 like i was just gonna say yeah, man she has the means incredible to that, that at the age of 40 41 whatever she is that 
that she's going like, yeah, I want to pop out more babies. Yeah, that was unheard of, you like, know, like 20 not, years ago. Yeah, normally, you know, by 35, man, if you haven't had them, like, you're high risk. You're done, yeah, and you're high risk. So, like, yeah. now, like, the, and I get, like, she wants to start a family, but, like, I, I just hate this, like, how she took this route of, like, oh, yeah, I had to pick. It's like you're 41. You played 20-plus. She's been approached. She was, like, 16. You played 25 years. A male, you know, like Djokovic and, and Nadal and Federer and all those guys are, like, their mid-30s. They're they're still dominating because it's tennis, but you're like their time's coming up. Like they're not, they're still winning, but they're not winning at the rate that they used to. And you're, they're not dominating their sport into their forties. Like maybe tennis might be a little better than most sports, but still, like you're not. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you're not doing that. Like there's, it's inevitable. Some guy's gonna swoop in. So it's like, yeah, you also got to play five years longer in your prime yep. than most males. You also like, I, I just hate this like. It's like, oh, yeah, because you guys can't have kids. Like, it's just, I don't know. I hate the idea that you go down this route of blaming this, like, gender thing. It just didn't make sense to me because I go, man, we could celebrate a great career you've had. I would argue Serena Williams is one of the greatest greats of all time, male or female, at her sport than anybody who's ever lived, right? You figure in tennis, if you're making a list of top 10, top 20 tennis players all time, male or female, she's in that list, right? So you like, she's probably top five, top 10. Like, she's dominated. She's better at what she does than a lot of people. I would, you know, like, I would put like Floyd Mayweather in those categories and like, you know, Muhammad Ali and you put like a Barry Bonds. Like, she's in that talk of like, she's that good at her sport. So it's just shitty to me that she chose like that narrative to like walk away. Like I really want to keep playing, but because I'm a woman, I gotta go, and I want to have babies. Like I gotta walk away. Like I just hated that man. I just, when? Uh, yeah, when? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever been to a tennis match? I have not. Um, Cause I've never been like that. Uh, I've never been to a tennis match. No, actually, there's there's several schools I've never been to. Um, tennis is one of those things that I've always looked at, and and I and I've and when the when the greats are playing, I will watch on TV. But I've never really like looked into what it would cost to go to a tennis match because it doesn't look that exciting to it's be, expensive to be there. Is it? Is it is? It's expensive, so expensive, right? and you got to get into a waiting list, and you got to get into like at least if you want to go to like a Wimbledon the big ones, right. or a U.S. Open and stuff. It's really expensive, man. Um, like I've I have like a sports bucket list of things that I want to do. And then like Wimbledon is one of those things that's on there. Like I would love to go see a match at Wimbledon one day, center court kind of thing. Um, I've been lucky enough to have seen like, um, I've been in golf tournaments. I've seen tiger play. I've stood 10 feet from tigers. He was taking a drive, which was the coolest shit. Like, it's so funny. Like I remember, uh, even the person I was with, we saw several players tee off really good players in golf. Yeah. Tiger teed off. And we were like, that looked different. Like, the ball made a sound that I'm like, I didn't even know golf balls can make sounds like that. Like, it was just so ridiculous. The torque that his body, like, produced, you were just like, yeah, that's why your body's falling apart. Because like, it was just wasn't normal. Like, it just wasn't normal. Like, I've seen hundreds of people take golf swings, like, at the amateur and pro and just, like, weekenders. It didn't look like anything I'd ever seen in my life. It's just like, uh, like, pre- Strippers, Tiger? No, it's post. Oh, post. This is like shitty Tiger, quote, oh, this unquote. Is the, this oh, is okay, shitty Tiger. Okay. This is Tiger. I saw him play four years ago. Oh, okay. So this okay. is like yeah, a, that, the year or post, two before yeah. COVID. Yeah. This is post that, and it, and it didn't sound like anything. Like, when I tell you, the ball sounded like it was screaming. 
Like I've never heard a golf ball. Like you know, you, you hit a golf ball and it makes like the think sound. It made the think, and then you can hear wind, like the ball's literally going like as it's flying by you. Yeah. No one else's ball made that sound. And I'm talking, I saw Rory McIlroy. I saw you know like who's these top guy Bubba right now, Watson. Right? Yeah, I saw yeah. like really good golf players. And then Tiger went up, and dude, I remember he swung, the ball flew by us, and everyone, like, in silence just looked at each other and went, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Like, it was just insane. So, so, so I've seen him, been lucky enough to see him. Yeah, but you probably can't afford to see, like, half of these big-time, like, things, like, anymore. This is the thing, even, like a, like, a Super Bowl, man. I would love to go to the Super Bowl, but I'm just not willing to pay the money to go see no man like i seen um to to do wimbledon you have to get on this list and then people sleep there because they still do it old school and then tickets like a pass to see wimbledon is crazy like like it's in the dude a matter of fact i'll take a a different one i didn't even do wimbledon i looked at the f1 stuff when i came here to miami thousands of dollars to reserve your spot and you didn't know what seat you were gonna get and i i didn't see anything under a thousand dollars Per ticket, like it was where they, something. Where do they sit you when you go to when you go to those like F ones? I mean, are they like is it like bleachers? Yeah, you like I mean, there's hospitality tent type things. There's nice seating. No, but I mean like, like the ones that you pay. Oh, you're, you know what I mean? Like if you're paying like bottom dollar, what what do you sit? Yeah, you're sitting in bleachers. Yeah, with, and then you're sitting in bleachers at some random turn, right? You can't even see the whole thing. You're watching it on a TV. When they come back around to your area, because these tracks are like two plus miles long. Yeah. Like you're not even seeing the whole thing. You might watch it in the distance, and you're you're spending all that money, man. It's crazy. Like I, I it's funny because I like was reading an article. We've been meaning to talk about this of like the um, I have it up here. It's like the cost of a family to go out and do these family outings. So it was like America's favorite family outings are increasingly out of reach. And some of the things they talk about are sporting events. Okay. Oh yeah. And um, fuck anything movie theater. Anything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I, movie theaters is on here, man. And oh, it it's, is. It's funny. Yeah. So it, and it's crazy because it talks about like the price of a ticket the price of food the price of a drink the price you know um and, and it one of the things it does is a baseball game so you talk about vince scully earlier yep so it was saying that like uh and i love this so the cumulative rate of inflation between 1960 and tw- and, and uh 2022 is 888 percent. that's how inflation has increased like, so you're talking about 60 added. years yeah over okay. a 60 year span that's the cumulative rate of inflation has been 888 percent. and then they did this breakdown of um like what a hot dog costs but at a at a baseball game nineteen sixty and today thirteen hundred and sixty six percent increase so well over inflation the price of a ticket seventeen hundred and eighty one percent so it's seventeen hundred over double inflation yeah so so you can't even blame the cost of tickets the rising cost on inflation it's literally just things are just more expensive people are raising prices a beer but are are things more expensive because the the uh, the people are willing to pay for it. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, people like 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 um, companies set a price. People are willing to pay. They just keep increasing the price because they're like, we're not having trouble selling out. We're right. not having trouble things. So people are willing to pay it, and they just keep bringing it up. Right? Like it's like it's you know it's I think it sucks for the people that 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 can't afford it. But from a business standpoint, you go yeah, you just keep raising the prices until you find that happy medium until it's empty. Right? Yeah, and people don't. Yeah, you find right. because you go why wouldn't I want to maximize profit if people are still willing to pay for it? And right. the shitty part is you're pricing out sort of lower level income or you right. know like that because the the argument of the article was that like in the 1960s it, it, like anybody could go watch a baseball game it was like 10 cents to get a ticket or whatever it was but like today the amount of money that you have to make and i'm gonna get into the breakdown now it's insane dude the, the biggest increase in here which i thought was wild parking six thousand six hundred and sixteen percent increase of what it cost back then to park 
in, in terms of like where you rank it versus inflation. Yep. That's 10 times the rate of inflation or nine times the rate of inflation. So it's not even like, oh, it's more expensive to buy land or whatever it is. It's just like, mm, we can just charge that. Like, how many times do you park somewhere where they charge you like $50 and you're like, well, I only really have a choice. So I got to pay the $50 to park yeah. here. It's nuts, man. Dude, even the, the, the theme parks here, right? In Orlando, the Disney, you know, yeah. Disney Universal, right? Like, it's not just the price of tickets to go into the park. You got to pay for parking. Yeah. And and the parking, like, it's not like you put too close. In my opinion, man, there should be, like, free parking. And then if you want some shit really close to the entrance, then you pay. Then you pay more. But now, or then, no, then, then you pay, period. But now the way it is, is like, you pay for parking. And if you want to be close, you just pay more. Oh, dude, Disney, I'm glad you brought that up. So, like, Disney was... 25 cents to park in in 1960. If you adjusted ah. that for inflation for yep. today, it should be $2.47. It's 30. <laughs> so it just like the way it's outpacing. So it's great. The thing about the article is basically like, yo, to have a family outing, you you can't like, dude, if you're a family that makes minimum wage, say both of you guys make, I don't know what that is. I'm just yeah. going to round up. I know it's not this. It's $10. And let's say it's 10. If you make $10 an hour, which is above minimum wage right now, you can't even afford like some of these things. Dude, a day at Disney in 1960 for a family of four would cost you $36.45 a day at Disney. If you adjusted that for inflation, it should be $359.96. It's actually $1,055 to spend a day at Disney, which is accurate as fuck because I've looked into it. Like, yeah, yeah, kids, yeah. the like thing, and I'm like, no, oh, it's about right. Like, that's how much you would spend because it's factoring in adult tickets, a child ticket, food, and parking. Yeah. I mean, so, so like, one of my sons, my youngest son, he's super into Disney, and um, and the rest of us, besides my wife, are super not into Disney. <laughs> super not. <laughs> but we ended up getting, uh, my wife and him, uh, like, year passes. So we got the year passes that are, that are um, you can go during the week. So you can't go, okay. you can't go on the weekend. Oh, so you can't do, okay, week. yeah. But, so that was like eight fifty for both of them. And I think it gives you I, I believe it gives you free parking. Um if you right. if you want to upgrade to like the closer parking, then you pay like the like the twenty bucks or whatever it is on a day of. But for eight fifty, and I tell you, these both of them, they are getting their money's worth, man. They have been there fifteen times this year. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now once you get in there, man, it's I always go like Disney gonna get their money. You gotta buy their merch. You gotta buy their food. Disney did it. Uh, Walt Disney actually, when he, for those of you who who don't know, when he designed, when he bought all this land, um, the way that he designed Walt Disney World in Orlando was that you could never see the outside world from within one of the parks. That's right. So so like in Disneyland California, which was first, um, people would see traffic building up on the major highways and then leave early. So when he bought the land in uh, in Orlando, one of his biggest things was I want people to feel like you're not you're like 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 you're in the own you're you're in your own world. And it literally is if never been to Disney World. Yes. It's in the middle of it's its own like country for, Absolutely, like, man. And if you go and look on like a like a Google um I don't know like a Google Earth or whatever, yeah. right that it's there's so much land still available oh for them to build on. But my point of that was was like once you're in there, 
you're not leaving there going, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's to save money. You know, like there's nothing else around. You're you stuck You're there. stuck. You have to buy their stuff or- Which means they can you price are, it however they want. That's right. Or you are literally inconveniencing yourself to the max to actually go back to your car. And, and if you're like in a place like a Magic Kingdom, to having to, huh. to monorail yeah. or a ferry <laughs> yeah. or yeah it'll take it'll take you an hour you're like no nope. to get somebody somewhere to eat you're like i'll pay the 27 dollars for a yeah, hot dog i'm good <laughs> yeah. dude so, and as someone who works in in accounting and finance yeah. like in orlando there's a science to why you do that that is actually taken into account so like when you build a location like that yeah. you're actually looking at the walk time of if it, like even um you know, something very popular here is CityWalk. Mm-hmm. So if you looked at CityWalk, I guarantee you somebody looked at that and went, we have 16 buildings. Let's say I'm just going to throw okay. this number out there. You have 16 buildings, whether it's food or restaurants or whatever, blah, 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 blah. It takes X amount of time to get through those 16 buildings. They know down to the minutes is if someone spends eight minutes in a place, they're more likely to spend X amount of dollars. If they spend 12 minutes in a place like it can be an entire city walk thing, right. they're they're more likely to spend X. So you fill it up, like there. It, it isn't a coincidence why you keep adding things, whether it's kiosks, whether it's buildings, what's whatever. Because the data shows that the more time you spend somewhere, you're gonna spend money because eventually you're gonna see something like. So it's by design. Like I guarantee you, like even the Disney said he didn't want to see that, but then now I guarantee you they go. Add another this because that's 30 more seconds is going to take you to walk from there to there. And we know that based on that data, you're more likely to spend X amount of dollars because you spent, you know, those 30 seconds more. Yep. Then it gets, it's, it's so crazy how granular we have it down now. Yeah, no, that's, that. that's, that's cool, man. Like I said, but it's, yeah, I mean, going back to your point of, of the pricing, it, it is, man. It's insane. And, and obviously, like, I think my, my family is doing well by doing this, like, this year past. And they're definitely getting their money's worth. That's not normal, man. You go for one day, and it's retarded. No, we definitely look out because we live here. And like you said, you can buy this annual pass. Yep. But if you're here on vacation. Yeah, there, and there is none. Dude, you're talking, if you're on vacation, you're going to spend three days here. You're talking, that's a $10,000 vacation or whatever. You're going to spend a week here. Yep. It's a ten, and you're going to do all the theme parks. It's a $10,000 vacation. Which is nuts. Dude, even something more basic than that, like the movies. Um, I don't know. We've talked about this a little bit before. Like, because I remember like going to a theater when I was younger and it was like under $10 to get a ticket. And maybe for another $10, you get popcorn, soda, candy, whatever, yada, yada. It was so this here was showing that like in 1960, the article was like the average family of four would spend 376 to go to the theater. And that included a ticket, that included a soda, that included a popcorn, that included a candy. So all of it. If you adjusted that for inflation, it would cost $34 to go see a movie, $34.15. It's actually the average in America right now, $68.73 for a family of four to go see a movie, which I would say is too low because I have never, I have spent $50 just on tickets to go see a movie. And then I've spent another 50 or 60 on food. So like yeah, it's, but it's you always think it's, $100. It's at least 12 bucks, right? At least 12 yeah. bucks a head? Yeah. Dude, so, if so, not more. so do that math for a second. If you made, let's say, 10 bucks an hour, which again is more than minimum wage in Florida. If you made 10 bucks an hour and at the end of the week, what's that? 400 bucks. A quarter of your money would go almost to go see a movie. Because this is assuming like after taxes and all that. Yeah. A quarter. No. So you can't go see a movie. Like how? How is that even, you know, like it's it's crazy to me that like... You're basically, and, and that was the point of the article, was that like you're pricing things out 
like these basic what used to be basic family gatherings right. are now out of yeah they're out of people's range like now they've become an upper middle class thing you know or a treat of like once or twice a year you go do um dude the baseball game was excuse me the one that shocked me the most a baseball game used to be ten dollars and 35 cents for a family of four in 1960 this this included a dollar 91 to buy a ticket uh for four tickets a dollar 91 four tickets 35 cents for for um what is this a some kind of drink a beer it was 18 cents for a soda 35 cents for a hot dog 25 cents to park so same thing we we're talking about before adjusted for inflation it should be 102 dollars for a family of four to go see a baseball game which i would say is reasonable it's not bad not bad at all it's actually 204 dollars, and you're talking about shitty seats for a family of four to go watch a baseball game now um and not for nothing man like unless you're really into baseball baseball is kind of boring I it mean, is. Let's just be honest, right? And unless you live right next to a stadium, because this doesn't include gas and whatever else. Right. Like, you know, if you live in a town parking that has a baseball team, you got to park. And parking is included in this. Dude, the average, which I think this is low, but it says the average price of parking at a baseball stadium right now is $16.79. That's low, I think. But I guess it, there must be somewhere really in there that's like really cheap that they're just. It's the Rays. The, the Rays. It's the Rays and Minnesota. <laughs> 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 they got to pay you to park in Tampa. <laughs> anyway, but so, yeah, man, I just was coming off of the Venus thing and then Vince Scully and all that stuff. I thought it was a good um, sort of a good story. It was like talking about like family outings and how expensive they are now. And it's like, how do you you price things? And I would agree with that, man. I don't know that based on wages now um, and even even so much, there are higher paying jobs now. Sure. So this just shows that there's just people are willing to spend more money. They have more disposable income. Like that is one side of the coin. Um, but the other side of the coin goes is like if you're blue collar and you're or you're making minimum wage and all that stuff, like some of this stuff is priced to the point where like you're doing it once a year. Yep. It's not a weekend thing. It's not a monthly thing. It's not. It's like, yeah, you, yeah, I can't afford to do this that often. Yeah, like, no, it's I the agree, difference man. between that or groceries. So it's wild. Yo, um. I wanted to bring this up to you. I saw that this week uh, DeSantis came out and he is taking military members and basically saying we're going to hire military personnel um, to teach because there is a shortage of teachers in Florida. Oh, they're desperate in Florida. That's right. They, they are desperate. In and also we use drones now, so we don't need people on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic <laughs> but, I, but I, when i first saw it man i was just like you know like i'm former military man and so i'm always like you know i'm very i'm very pro-military and i and i think that the people that that, that i got to know when i was in the service you know they're like they're high quality personnel mm-hmm. i don't know that they're teachers but you know my my feeling of seeing the headline initially was just like oh, okay like yeah some of these guys and gals can teach right so some of the, some of the uh the the details on this was that this bill allows like a 5 year waiver from traditional certification requirements um you need to have 4 years of military experience you need to have 60 credit hours of college so essentially Halfway. an an AA Okay, yeah, so it's halfway to your bachelor's. Okay. Yep. And and it was for public and charter schools in Florida. And you said this was a waiver for five years. Not that you can make it a career permanently. It's basically a head like start, a, and then you have to finish, and then you could- If you want to continue on to it, right. And this is because of the shortage. I don't- 
So I saw the clickbait right article of headline of like military whatever can be teachers now. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about this man. Like, um, well, he made he made this comment, and I gotta find it here because I don't I don't oh, man I I think there's so much there it's nuanced in the sense of like what are they allowed to teach. Like what, 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 um, you know, like you're not going to have them teach in advance, like science or math or, but let me ask you because like, you know, your wife's a teacher, um, when they get a, a, a teaching degree to my, to my understanding, it is a, they, what they learn in college is actually how to teach, um, how to, you know, how to, um, identify perhaps learning disabilities, Things like that, but they're not necessarily experts in a subject. Is that true? It depends on the grade level. So, like, if you're an elementary teacher, yep, and it's under third grade, I believe you generally have to have a degree in early childhood education. It's very okay. specific, and then you're only allowed to teach up to I think second or third grade. I'm gonna get gotcha. That wrong. Okay, if you're teaching at the middle school and high school level. I think then you start to become sort of subject matter experts, quote unquote. So like if you're teaching history, then generally you have a teaching degree, but maybe you have some sort of like minor in, you know, like civics or whatever it is. Like, um, but what I don't if, know that you're you required. Right. You're not required. Right. I, I don't know that you're required, to be honest with you, because the other part is, is with all these standardizations, they almost tell you how to teach and what to teach. No, it's not almost. They do. They tell you what to teach and how. So. You know, like when we were growing up, it's going to sound like old people talk, but like a teacher would go into a class and it would teach you a subject and then it was sort of up to them on how they wanted to teach that. If they wanted to yep. make a game or they wanted to do this, that. Now it's it's sort of more of like, hey, you have to teach, say, multiplication. By the way, here's how you need to teach multiplication. So with that in mind, man, then then is this is this a bad thing? No, I would say you've you've almost turned teachers into a like, <laughs> I, I hate to sort of like downgrade them to this, but it's almost like the cost serve, like the cost center people where it's like, yo, here's this list. Right. You go right. down it. Oh, right, now, right, granted, right, right. granted, again, they go to school, they learn specific things. There's certain things that they can spot and see and whatever, like for sure. But the way that they want you to do it, it's literally like, here's your syllabus. Here's the box. Here's how you're supposed to plan this box. Don't. And I know that's a big issue for teachers right now. It's like, of course, you're, there's no creativity that you're allowed to have anymore. Like some of them figure out a way, but the creativity now has moved into my cl- how my classroom is set up, how, you know, maybe the type of free time you give kids, maybe, you know, that's up, but they dictate everything down to the amount of minutes you're allowed to spend on subjects right now. Oh, wow. So at least in the state of Florida, right? So, so, so they're already sort of handcuffing them. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and which might explain why more and more teachers are, are you know, choosing not even, to teach anymore. It's also why, I, I, I'm, listen, I, I have arguments all the time where I go, I, I understand why teachers complain about the money that they make and whatever. Like, I, I do get that on one breath. But on the other breath, I go, well, if they're making you do it this way, then theoretically, they've already told you like anybody can do your job. So here's the here's Ooh. here's the Ooh. outline, right? And that's not right. to knock teachers, but it's literally a here's no, the outline. No, it's it's to knock the the school system. Correct. Like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. here's how you do this job. Here's how we want you to do this job. Don't you dare deviate from this plan. Like here you go. So at one point in time, teachers were not very difficult to replace, right? Because we all know like 
you get paid based on how difficult you are to replace, right? right? Like Shaq makes the money Shaq makes because he's extremely difficult to find another Shaq, right? Right. So teachers got paid at, at, at a point in time because they were extremely difficult to, or they weren't extremely difficult to replace. Like there was a bunch of them. There. People were, they were turning out teachers left and right out of college. Like, so I wonder if long-term, does this increase pay for teachers? Because now suddenly you're harder to replace unless you start doing this where you're going, we don't need a teaching degree. Hell, you may not even need a degree. Like, just be able to follow this these instructions like line by line. Like yeah, at some point, bro, that's crazy. And maybe you do make certain subjects. Like, no, you have to be an expert at this. But everything else, you just go, yeah, you yeah. know, can you? But do like, this? what? Yeah, where do you? Because I mean, you know, you know, there's a with public school, bro. To me, man, it's it's like, and especially watching my kids go through it. A lot of it is like they're just babysitters for, you know, for 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 the seven hours a day. And it's almost like, you know, like like it's a, just a machine, right? Where we got to get we adults need to got employees, right? Man. Adults need to work. And then this is kind of getting kids ready for, you know, for their, um, you know, t- to be workers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and the problem is with the, the education system. We talk about this on this on here all the time. Is like it hasn't evolved for what it is now, because in some senses you do still need the babysitters, you do still need the churn out workers, you you know. But the new generation is sort of it, it's in it's in conflict with that because they're not doing traditional jobs. They're not doing you know um, they, they don't need the traditional hours. They don't so that that. It is going to be in conflict with sort of the education system of now and then in the future. What does that become? Uh, what's the flexibility like behind the future sort of education system? Yeah, I man. don't know, man. I, and as someone who struggled that. mightily in school, man, like I, I struggled really. And I like to think I'm not a stupid person, but I struggled so hard in school because of sort of the box they try to pin you in because yeah. of that whole thing. Like I just didn't like doing work. It wasn't so much that I couldn't do it. It was just like, I didn't like it. I didn't agree with it. I didn't. And, and so like in a lot of ways I look at, at what sort of the education system is going through now and you almost feel vindicated. Cause it's like, yeah, this is the beef I had with it, you know, at right. 12. And so, um, yeah, I, I do think it's, it's long overdue for an overhaul. I do wonder if this, ends up paying off long-term for teachers because maybe they will get more money because the Santis has raised the minimum here uh, by a lot. Is that um, right? Uh, as far as like for new teachers, he's raised that minimum. I want to say it's gone up like six, seven grand a year since he's been in office okay. as far as like the starting salary for a new teacher. Um, yeah. And then do you open the opportunity for other um other professions where you go, maybe they can try their hand at teaching. And if you're going to tell me how to do it anyway, and, and not only right. are you telling me how to do it, I'm graded on it. Like teachers are, someone comes around and literally does like an evaluation. And if you don't do that, you get shitty, That's not scored. And, and it bro. impacts your, I think it impacts your raises and it impacts sort of your scores as a teacher. Yep. And teachers are no longer guaranteed jobs year to year where it used to be, you were guaranteed now because they're shorthanded, you are guaranteed you know, sort of right. but on paper, teachers have to sort of re-up annually now in Florida. So theoretically, in a space where you have more than enough, if you're a shitty teacher, they'd just be like, yeah, don't come back next year. Like you're basically on a year-to-year contract. So, you know, I, I, I feel they, like... Can they still get tenure? Or can they get tenure? Not, I can say still. 
It's, no, I know in the universities you can. It's not a thing in the public school system anymore, right? No. Like if you've been around for a long time, the chances of you getting let go are probably pretty slim and you might be grandfathered into this. But now you literally get this thing called like a reappointment letter where at, say, you know, the end of the school year or getting close to the end of the school year, they'll be like, yeah, here's who has a position next year. They don't have to offer you that anymore. Wow. And then you might be guaranteed a job in the school system. But it's not at the school that you were already at. So you could end up being like at a school maybe 30 miles away from your house or the one you work at now or whatever. Like they'll go, somebody wow. has an opening. Now you've got to go and apply for those openings within the school. So it is making it harder. Listen, I this shit sucks, I guess, to some extent. I also think it there's teachers who are just fucking terrible at their jobs. And I feel like this sort of keeps them on their toes of like, you better do good work. You better do, you know, like I did agree with that. I did agree with the grading scales of like grading them on how they did stuff. I disagree with telling teachers how to teach stuff. I Absolutely. do I do think you have, you, you should have standardization because kids should be learning the same thing. And, you know, you should have proven methods. Mm-hmm. But also, I think what makes like if you think about your favorite teachers or people, they, they had this unique way of giving you information that sort of stuck Right. And I feel like you're taking that sort of away from teachers. So Yeah, uh, definitely we'll so, see. man. We'll see how it goes. All man. right, man, let's get off this shit. Um dude, you seen this monkeypox shit? Yo. I don't I don't know what the fuck it is. Like I keep seeing headlines for it and people with bumps. <laughs> dude, the pictures I, are horrifying. Oh yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> but you know what's funny, man? So like did you see that they've been like like the the I guess the clickbait you call uh, I call it. Yeah. It's like that that it's that it's a a, a gay male disease they're kind of touting it like that and i'm like this sounds eerily familiar to aids <laughs> in the fucking 80s bro bro i feel like anytime we have anything that's like a shitty disease and doctors don't have an answer they're just like must be those gays again <laughs> they're up to no good <laughs> ignoring the fact that heterosexual people have anal sex too <laughs> Dude, somebody so i mean I, I read that first and then i was having a discussion and i'm like Yo, that's bullshit. I go, it's a fucking human disease, man. Like, this is, if, if it affects the gay community, it affects us all. Like, there is no, There's no I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how do you catch this thing? And as, as I read more about it, it's like, oh, yeah, like, you, you got to kind of like be close, be close to sort of rubbing skin. And I was like, oh, yeah, we all do that. Nah, bro. It just goes to show, like, sh- like straight heterosexual couples were not, um, <laughs> we're not touchy feely. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is wild, dude. I'm, I'm like, and then, and then, of course, you know, it's like, um, you know, start wearing your mask again, and 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 there, are, there is a vaccine, by the way. Wait, a mask for monkeypox, bro? I, I think it's just all it, it's it's all sort of going back to you know going back to the COVID <laughs> stuff. You say there's and, a vaccine for this? Sorry, hold on. Oh yeah, for monkeypox. Yeah. So it's been a thing, I guess. But I guess not not as rampant, right? So there there is a vaccine for it. There's not that many available, and so because of the rise in the cases, then then like the big cities, right? The is New Yorks, the LA. If you get it, like I don't know, or is anything it just could be wildly fatal. uncomfortable. Thing, man. Yeah, yeah I guess you're right. Yeah, everything can. It depends be. on who you are. Fuck, man, this one would suck because it's not like COVID where you could be like, nah, 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 it's a regular cold. Right, no, this one you like. You got lesions and right. bumps and all kinds of shit. Like, fuck, man, this would be a shitty one. And and the only so what is it? Skin to skin combat. I think it's skin to skin then, combat. Oh, that's it. Skin to skin contact. <laughs> you did the same that's thing. That's it. <laughs> it is combat, but <laughs> also regular contact. 
So you have to have skin to skin regular contact with somebody who's infected, and then you could potentially yeah. Pass and over. I and I think it can also come through like really like close contact. Um, but yeah, that that's that to me from what I've read. It, it's really the, the, the skin-to-skin contact, the rubbing, that kind of shit. Yo, if you're somebody who doesn't like being touched, like hugged, and I'm like, what a uh, time. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're like, yo, man, sorry, man. I'm not trying to get that, <laughs> that, that trying to get that MP. I don't want that impox. I know people like that, too, man. <laughs> yeah, they'll be, like, be like, I don't like all the hugging and kissing. You yeah, know? I'm kind of weird fucking, like that, too, You man. fucking Puerto Ricans be kissing each other all the time. Latinos do, bro. Yeah, they be hugging yeah. and they be thinking, like, I had to, I had to like, uh, uh, had a, a weird awakening in, uh, in the Caribbean when I was there about like even at work where people are like very touchy-feely where yeah. they're just like hugs and and like cheek kisses and all that stuff and i am kind of weird about that shit so i'm like yeah this is the perfect disease because i can be like oh bro the inbox dog can't 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 get can't get that inbox <laughs> like yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna dab you up like because i don't want to get that inbox yeah you were talking about some other shit that's coming out of china Yo, there's like a china out? there's a new virus i gotta look it up the name of it it's like nia something virus but it's it's supposedly like fatal like like uh um it was like fucking fucking let me see covid part two dude it's yeah it's like worse than covid and it's supposed to be like this super ridiculous. China develops another novel virus. Um, t- t- what's the name of it? It's a new SARS-like thing, but I forget what it's called. But it's supposedly like way more deadly. Like it's almost like the the rate of definite. Damn, what's the name of it? It's it's supposed to be really bad. It but so far it's contained within China, but you well, know we know, we know how that goes. Yeah, we know how this goes. Yeah, Thirty-five cases reported already. Thirty-five. 35 cases. That's not bad. Um, in Taiwan, Center for Disease Control, blah, 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 established. I'm trying to get the name of this, but it's it's in the same realm. But it had of this what? interesting name of coronavirus. Okay. So the virus likely spread from animals to humans and can cause renal and liver, liver failure. Um, novel Langia Hanipovirus, Levy, has been found in China with 35 humans infected. Like... I think it was Levy. Levy yeah. virus the, was the name I was looking for. It's the China virus it's part D. <laughs> part D. <laughs> Since we're having the French eat. <laughs> it's China virus <laughs> part D. <laughs> That's the name of the pod, part D. <laughs> I gotta see how you spell that. <laughs> D E U X. Ah, Dude. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you got fresh people in your family, man? Uh, I do. They're gonna be calling you. They gonna, yeah, they're gonna be, like, bro. You done? Like, Yo, said, what the fuck? Yeah, listen, I've said worse around them. <laughs> my go, my go to is suck like blue. <laughs> I don't even know what that shit means, but uh, I say it all the time. It's like holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> I was doing that with my daughter the other day. We were like, um, I forget what we were watching or talking about, and I just kept mocking like a French accent. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "That's so wrong. Please don't do that outside of the house." <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be the one later on when she's an adult. You guys will be outside. You'll be seeing some some funky shit. She'll be like, "Dad, not not now. <laughs> no, please don't do it." <laughs> I am. Please don't be you right now. <laughs> My kids say that as fuck. The I immediately turn into Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
forgot about that candle. <laughs> the fucking candle, right? Candle. I immediately go like, there's a girl in the castle. Sapphire <laughs> <Saturday> blue. <laughs> <Just go. laughs> That's like my go-to line for anything in French. It's like, there's a girl in the castle. <laughs> Yeah, how we do that time? Oh uh, shit, dude, we're fifty one minutes in, man. We got we got some time here. All right, good, uh, good, man. We, dude, I, <laughs> bro, we were talking about shit being expensive earlier. Did you see this dude that got arrested on purpose because he could not afford to live freely outside? Outside, outside of what? Uh, just in 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 society, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, goes, okay. He goes like, well, fuck it, and this and this was uh, it wasn't in America. Um, I want to say this is the Philippines or Vietnam. Uh, anyway, yo, this guy, he was a 60-year-old man, and then he he stole uh, 51 baht worth of uh, soap at a pharmacy, and 51 baht, dude, is $1.41. That's okay. the American equivalent. Uh, and then when the customers offered to pay for it, they're like, no, no, no. They saw that they were going to arrest him. They literally caught cops. They were going to take him to jail. He said, no, please don't like let me go to jail. And when they asked him why, he's like, he was struggling with starvation. And he didn't have a job. And he said he's preferable to be in jail. He's like, you get three meals a day. And he's like, when you're lonely in prison, there are inmates by your side. You do all this stuff. He's like, but you go outside, you're probably going to starve to death, and I'm by myself. Wow. So he's like, so, dude, I'm like, dude, I've, I've actually not known personally, um, but sort of via other people, I've known, have sort of known people, or known of people like that here in the States of where they go like, yeah, fuck this. Like, it's it's too hard outside. I'd rather be in jail for the same reasons, because I got I got a community, and I get to, I get three square meals a day. Man, I, I get a bed, you know, got a place to sleep. Like I get it, and I don't all yeah, at the same time. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, bro. I value like I think just being a person in society probably too much. Like just being able to Dude, do whatever I want. And how many stories have oh. we heard about people about like how fucked up the jail system is? It's not a place where there's. It doesn't sound like a nice place to go. I don't care. Most definitely. Yeah, I, not. I think I'd rather go and stand at the at the intersection and 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 get some money yeah. and go to subways and get something to eat and sleep in a tent. Yeah, in get the some four for four from Wendy's. All I need is a couple right? bucks a day. But yeah, man, I can't like. I can't even imagine having to do that for a place to sleep. But I guess at sixty, bro, if you were homeless. Yeah, and, I guess, man. Man, and it's not like a. But I would say in countries like these, man, like. It doesn't really matter what you what you do, right? Like you're going to jail with the rest of like like really hardcore criminals, right? Like even right. though you only stole whatever, like the rest of like the society's rejects. I yeah, guess. like uh, it's still a tough place to live, man. That's like projects on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, like, bro. Like, and you can't leave. You know what I'm saying? It's like being confined to the projects with no rules <laughs> it's just like now if you got a small country like that right like you know i think here in the u.s you could migrate um to different parts where you go like okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna be homeless i'm gonna go somewhere with like better weather you yeah. could you could do that well, aren't we doing that right now didn't um didn't texas just send us all their like migrants oh i miss not homeless migrants i guess so maybe that is that that is the key difference because you know like to your point we do send people here homeless folks we'll take a bus full of them and we'll ship them off to like california or the south like somewhere warm like all the northeast towns and stuff really so i wonder and texas just did this with a bunch of migrants because new york was talking shit they took a bus full of migrants that came over and they sent them to, and new, they york. Sent them to new york which is kind of hilarious yeah but, i did see that 
Um, which bot is uh, it's from Thailand. I'm like, wait, I got that wrong. I was in the country earlier, so this was in Thailand. Oh, in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was Still, like, man, like really small country. Like, where you going? Yeah, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know, man. That that's a tough one. It's a tough one, dude. I don't. Um, I'll tell you about another guy that got arrested. This guy's in Florida. Okay. So this dude got arrested for misuse of 911. Oh, how do you misuse 911? All right, so he kept calling 911 and telling them that they need to arrest Joe Biden <laughs> and free El Chapo. <laughs> Bro, so so I guess he made enough calls where the dispatchers were like, bro, like you're misusing 911. We're going to send somebody after you. So he was, this dude was like, fuck it. I'm going to keep calling. <laughs> Until you free bro, him. He's on the phone when the cops show up to his house. <laughs> he's on the phone with 911. Yeah. <laughs> Looked at something, <laughs> and they arrested him, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, what what mental illness do you have? That holy fuck, bro. So he he's on the phone. So the whole time is like you gotta you gotta arrest Joe Biden, and arrest you gotta free El, Chapo. free El Chapo. Does he ever talk about why? I don't know, man. The, art, the article wasn't that hilarious. long. Hilarious. But I was like, that's great, man. I was thinking that it would be like a, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, it might be like a Joe Biden and then, and then like, you know, arrest Joe Biden and reinstate Trump or something like that. Yeah. But I'm like, El Chapo, man. I go, that's phenomenal. Free El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> So good. Just picture somebody like nine one one. What's your emergency? Free out, Chapo. <laughs> you just <laughs> fuck Joe Biden. Blip, and then you clear. <laughs> yo, oh you, yo, do you have a long conversation? Like, hey man, when y'all gonna free out, Chapo? <laughs> like, talk to me here. I'll come Biden still free. But apparently, the guy was warned a few times, and he just kept fucking <laughs> calling. Fuck. Nope. He kept fucking calling. That's what I say. That's how you know there's something crazy wrong with you. Because they go like, yo, if you don't stop calling, we're going to call the popo. Yo, he down for the calls, bro. He don't give a fuck. He don't fuck. Bro, this this guy would fit in uh, with my favorite app right now in the world. Oh, hit, hit me with Listen, it. Listen, my favorite app right now. So do you have a Ring camera? Yes. Okay, so you know Ring, you get that neighborhood app. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is, have you ever scrolled through that shit? I have and not at scrolled. I mean, I've seen some posts. You get the notifications yes, or something. Yeah. Bro, scroll through it. It is gold. It's yeah? so damn funny. It's the funniest shit now that I scroll through and like, bro, do you get, you get like random people on camera, like just doing wild shit. You get the like complaints what? from your neighbors who have too much time on their hands. That I've seen. Oh, God. Like your neighbors who are like, this guy came up, this brown man came up to my door today. Now. <laughs> and you can clearly see like a name tag and a clipboard and whatever. And you're just like, and they're just like, we, does anybody know what this man would have wanted? And it's just like, yeah, bro, he's trying to sell you some spectrum. Like, fucking just answer the door or don't. Like, <laughs> bro, I saw one this week. It was a naked, a dude was half naked. He was like in his underwear. Yeah. And he just kept ringing the doorbell in the middle of the night. And then, like, talking into oh, the camera. 
Oh, bro, it's so good. The the people with animals that show up, like I saw one of this guy, he had a chicken and he just went up to the doorbell and he's like showing them the chicken and he's asking them if that was their chicken. But he's just like going off on it. He's clearly drunk. He's like not wearing shoes. And he's talking about, bro, it's the best, most entertaining app ever. You got to scroll through that. Let me tell you something, man. (laughs) That's one thing. So like the neighborhood that I live in, I will say this, man. I don't get a lot of weirdos no? around there. And I live a little. And <laughs> my neighbor, like, like the outside area of where I live is a little suspect. <laughs> so I would expect by the M. to Scott? get some. <laughs> by the Amscot, the fucking... The fucking pawn shop and the 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 three um, auto parts stores within a quarter mile. You said pawn or born? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't opened a pawn shop yet. <laughs> Yo, I'm sure that's coming. That's the most Latino I ever heard you sound. I, I couldn't tell which one you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, bro. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, uh, that, yeah, so for your neighborhood, bro, if, if you got shit popping off, like, around it, and yeah. area, go on that app. It's so good, man. When there's the always shit, shit popping always. off. Always. But the thing is, is, like, even when there's nothing popping off, the people who have so much time on their hands to just yeah. complain, it's so good, man. Like, they're like, these kids came to my door today, and they're knocking, and they're asking for stuff. And it's like, yo, it's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, it's so wild, bro. They have masks they on have and masks everything. On. It's so good, bro. I'm like, oh, they got a mental illness. They got a mental illness. But I, but I have seen some, some like weirdo shit. No, no, no. You definitely there. see some we crazy shit. But, but that's shit. part of it, right? Like you see some crazy shit where you're like, oh, that's wild. Then you see the, oh, you, you stay home and you got nothing to do and you bored. And then you got like yep. the people who you're just like. Yo, you there's something a little off there. I dig it. <laughs> like, <you're just> like, <laughs> yo, there was this one once, bro. The person was like, this lady comes by every day, never steals anything, never. She just like prances in front of the house, like almost dancing. She picks up things like flower pots and stuff like that, looks at them, puts them down. The, dude just prances, does the whole thing, and then just walks off. And this oh, guy just kept no, he kept bro. posting, like, does anybody know who this lady is? Like, oh, she does. And he's like livid. She's picking on my shit. <laughs> 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 But the lady puts everything back where she got it. Why, from. if you're the guy, stuff. why wouldn't you go outside? I would think so. I or do you want to? Do you want to engage with somebody like that who's dancing with your plants and shit, dude? I I, I would. You know, I think gauging on, like, how they like if it's a if it's like a a, a let's say, I don't know, a frail female. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't think that I'm having any issues going outside. Rather than going to, you know, if it, if it's a 250-pound, six-foot-five dude, like, prancing around with my pots, then I'm going, okay, I need a bat before I go outside. I think if you're willing to dance with a fern, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking with you no matter what. I don't care what size you are, bro. <laughs> that's, that's a level of instability I'm not ready to confront. <laughs> I'm just not. So he fucking posted on the on the website. Yeah, they, they'll people. post the videos, or sometimes it's, they won't even put like, the video. They just complain. Somebody, please come get your mother. Oh, bro, these <laughs> <laughs> whose wife is this? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> bro, 
bro, it's so wild because between that and like there's the neighborhood one and there's the other one um that that I constantly oh, see. Um, um next door? Next door. That's the other and one. And the yeah. the complaints from people like this car's been here for however oh, long. God, it's just bro. like Bro, shut the fuck up and go to work. <laughs> Why are you still talking? <laughs> it's so good because I'm like, it says a lot about your neighborhood. It says a lot about your neighbors. It it's, I, now I treat that shit like Facebook, bro. I just be scrolling through that bitch. And I'm like, where's the like button on this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like Facebook, bro. Like if somebody put something like sort of uh, semi-controversial. The comments oh, are never golding, bro. Never bro, my favorite is like when people be talking shit where they're just like, uh, they'll say like what you said. They'll be like, why don't you just answer the door? Or it'll be like, yeah. you should get a job. It's <laughs> 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 so good, bro. Dude, I've seen shit on Next Door where it'll be like, um, I don't normally do this, but like I need money. Like I need money oh, to pay my rent. I see that all the time, too. Yeah, I see people dude. ask for food on there. Oh, yeah. Like, and they'll go, like, oh, I don't normally do this, but does anybody have any food donations and stuff like that? And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Wow. Like, it's cr-. And it'll be like, yeah, somebody, like, within your neighborhood, which I'm like, okay, like, you know, stuff like that. I'm going, you know, that that's kind of a cool way, I guess, to, to, to sort of, like. Because um, yeah, you don't know like what people are going through. Thing. Yeah, you don't, right, yeah. And, dude, not for nothing, man. I know a few of my neighbors. I do not know all my neighbors. I don't know any of mine, man. I know, yeah. I know one, maybe across the street. The lady next door from me is 100. And I don't even know if she was loud, to be honest with you. I see her once a year, bro. She making an appearance, and then she disappears into the ether. And yeah, like, yeah bro. Like, so sometimes you don't know that the people that, that are right next door to you or a few doors down are actually in need. I know the ones right next to me the other way back this way, uh, they don't like us. So we don't <laughs> talk to them much. But Based on what? I, dude, I think they're in like witness protection or something, bro. They're just really weird. Like They don't uh, say much at all. Like ever, and then like they're always together, no matter what they're doing. Like it's a it's a, it's a wife, and husband and a kid. Okay. And bro, he could be taking the garbage out, and all three of them go. And he could be oh, like, wow. like I've seen him literally like mowing the lawn, and they're like sitting on the grass, like watching him, like the wife and the kid. Um, it's Yo, what if he has really hostage? bizarre? Yo, I'd be thinking that shit, or I'd be thinking right? they're like witness protection, or I'd be thinking like, it's weird because they don't talk at all. If you're witness protection, like, why do you gotta be outside when the dude's I, cutting the grass? I, dude, it's so bizarre. Like, you could say hi to them, and they'll literally just look dead at you and won't even respond. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And then occasionally I get the head nod. Yeah. You, one time the kid flew his drone into my yard. And I was like, I can't fucking wait till you have to come here and actually put his drone. <laughs> and I made it a point because I I, I could come? just leave it in my yard for him. Yeah, he did. Okay. They had to knock on the door and the whole nine. I enjoy. I dragged that shit out. <laughs> I was like, what? A drone in my yard? And I had that shit already. Yeah. But I knew like, and so I was like, I'm going to pick it up because he could just walk into my yard and pick it up and just go right. back. Um, but I'm like, nah, we talking. <laughs> so he was like. I, you know, like really long, like uh, so we were, you know, telling me the whole story. We were flying a drone back there, and, and my son, he went too far. It's like, yeah, bitch, I know. Just tell me the drones in the yard, right? But I'm just sitting there, just let him talk. It's the most he's ever said to me. <laughs> it like I think the next time this is like your your next door neighbor. No, literally next door, bro. Like oh, like oh. share, like yeah, like like. So this is the one of your dog ran up on it. Yes, the, like couple yeah. Of and you saw how he looked. Yes. That's how he looks, even if the dog's not there. <laughs> <laughs> where he looks, where he looks shocked to see you. It's so strange, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, he hates my guts. Hates. I, yeah, I can't. I like, and I think they hate everybody's guts. I've never seen him engage with anyone. Yeah. And I've seen him almost scurry away. So, dude, you might be onto something with this hostage shit. 
I used to think they were stealing cable or power from me. And I was like, maybe that's why they scurry off because they're doing Yeah, some dude. Shit. I'm going to give you some shit. Like, why would you have the kid and the wife out there when you're cutting Always, the grass? Bro. Bro. No matter what they're doing. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. No matter what they're doing, they're He's together. He's probably like, I need to see you out here. Even in the backyard. Because I'm can, i tall enough to where if I'm next to the fence, I can see into the yep. yard. And, if he, and they've got a whole, listen, if the apocalypse pop off. I'm jumping over there and I'm taking some fruit and shit and some veggies. <laughs> or they grow their own shit? Yeah, they got a whole, that's recent too. I think maybe post-COVID, they got a whole farm in that bitch. And I, I seen the dude, I'm like, I could take him. So if some shit pop off, <laughs> taking his fruit. <laughs> he might, might be what I could like that dancing bitch with the, with the, with the fucking ferns in the front yard. Better be <laughs> careful. <dancing> <laughs> Yo, on that, uh, tell them where they can find us. Woo, if you're not already following <laughs> at the Carbon Podcast on uh on IG, at Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok, the Carbon Football Podcast on YouTube, uh Facebook page, the Carbon Football Podcast, um, and all your favorite streaming platforms, man. We are on um Google Podcasts, uh Apple Podcasts, <clears throat> Uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Ghana, Chill Savin, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, uh, you name it, we're on it. Uh, hit us up. Um, yeah, we appreciate the support. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Um, if you're on YouTube, hit there's a like button over there somewhere. Hit subscribe, turn on your notifications. Um, the, the YouTube base has been growing little by little, man. We used to get like three, and then now there's like a whole 16 of y'all. We appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, yeah keep it rolling, <laughs> keep it popping off, man. And yo, before we go, man, um, last thing I wanted to hit up just really quick Olivia Newton John oh, uh, yeah. died this, this, uh, this week as well at 73 and the reason why i brought it up was obviously uh, anybody growing up in 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 my generation um knows knows her for probably other movies too but definitely greece um her daughter posted something and she had stage four cancer um oh she did I she didn't know did that. stage four cancer 73 years old um and she was she was in a lot of pain um, but one thing that she said before she passed like i told her daughter she's like yo i've done more in my life than I could have possibly imagined. And so even in death, right? Like for somebody to look back at their life and to go like, yo, that was a dope ass ride. <sighs> like, yo, go out, do your shit, people. Shit, man. Don't let shit hold you back. And hopefully we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.